Welcome to episode 135 of the Fredcast Cycling Podcast for September 14th, 2009. My name is David, and I'm a Fred. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Fredcast. This is a special edition of the Fredcast, an abbreviated show. As I was getting ready to record this week's episode of the Fredcast, our pre-interbike show, I had the opportunity to put together an interview with Rachel Conrad from Tesla Motors in response to a recent article that appeared in the Daily Mail online. As a result of getting this interview, I did sort of one of those stop the presses moments and decided to put this out as a special episode of the Fredcast in reaction to all of the uproar as a result of this article. Now, for those of you who haven't been following Twitter all day long, today, Monday, September 14th, 2009, you may not be aware that an article appeared in the Mail Online. This is the web component for Britain's Daily Mail, and it's at dailymail.co.uk. And well, we'll talk about this in the interview, but briefly, a gentleman by the name of James Martin wrote an article which was intended to be a review of the Tesla Roadster. And while he wrote really a great review of the Tesla, and that was in the center of the article, wrapped around the article was a lot of anti-cyclist hate speech. Now, I'm going to post links to the article in the show notes so that you can check it out. But I had the opportunity just a few moments ago to get an interview with Rachel Conrad. Now, Rachel is the senior communications manager for Tesla Motors. She called us from Germany a bit late here in the United States, early in Germany, because she'd been getting a lot of emails and a lot of tweets and a lot of uh, notes on Facebook complaining about this particular article. So here's the interview with Rachel Conrad so that she, in her own words and speaking for Tesla, can react to the James Martin article. I am pleased to welcome Rachel Conrad, the Senior Communications Manager for Tesla Motors, to the Fredcast. Rachel, I don't know if I, do I say good evening or good morning, considering you're in Germany? You know, I'm so jet-lagged, I don't even know. The sun is just starting to come up here in Frankfurt, and we're here for the media preview of the Frankfurt Auto Show, which oh. starts today. Okay, I'm very, very jealous. <laughs> I mean, not of the jet lag, jet lag no, too. No, 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 that doesn't sound like fun at all. So, well, thank you so much for coming on. Um, for those who don't know, the reason that we've got you on is because uh, earlier today, at least, well, the 14th of September, I know it's the 15th where you are, uh, an article appeared in the Daily Mail's online website, uh, dailymail.co.uk or Mail Online, um, from a gentleman by the name of James Martin. Now, as I understand it, Mr. Martin. Um, sort of made a name for himself as a TV chef. I, does that sound right to you? I'm not sure what his background is, but I know that he's a pretty prominent car critic in the UK. So okay. he's definitely been in my database, on my radar for a while. And he wrote, um, actually he wrote a really great review of the Tesla Roadster. For, and but before we get into that, because it's what's wrapped around the review that we're going to talk about. But um, before we get into that, for, for those who don't know, and they've probably been living in a cage or a cave, one of the two, why don't you tell people what the Tesla Roadster is? Sure. The Tesla Roadster is 
the only highway-capable electric vehicle that's for sale today in either North America or Europe. It's a sports car. It's super sexy. It's a beautiful car. It does 0 to 60 in 3.7 seconds. It's faster than a Porsche 911 Turbo, yet it's actually twice as energy-efficient as a Toyota Prius. It's fully electric. There's no gasoline whatsoever. This is not a hybrid. You drive it 250 miles on a single charge. You go home, and then like in a five-second maneuver, you just plug it in the same way you'd plug in your hair dryer or your laptop or an electric clothes dryer, which is, has a bigger voltage, and you juice it up, and every morning you have a full charge and go on your way. Wow. I, I'm, I, I, from what I've heard, this is one of the most exciting vehicles to drive. It's an awesome car. It's it's really, really fun. It's like nothing, nothing else because the torque is just instant. So, Zero to 60 in 3.7 seconds is blisteringly fast, but it doesn't tell you the whole story because you, you just have to experience the the acceleration. I mean, it's like being on a roller coaster. Wow, very, very cool. Super so fun. Pe- people at this point are wondering, so why are we talking about cars on a cycling show? Well, I'm going to tell you <laughs> why and, and, and why Rachel is here. And that's because uh, in Mr. Martin's article in uh, the Daily Mail, um, Again, a great review of the Tesla Roadster, but wrapped around it was, well, for all intents and purposes, what what I would consider hate speech against cyclists. Um, Now, that's my opinion, but the way that I found out about it was because by the time I woke up this morning, the Twitterverse was alive with um, a lot of comments from cyclists, including professional cyclists like Bradley Wiggins from the UK, who were quite upset at what uh, Mr. Martin had to say. For instance, he says, God, I hate those cyclists. Every last herbal tea drinking Harriet Harmon voting one of them. He says that's one of the reasons he lives in the countryside so that cyclists aren't there. And then he goes on to explain that the cyclists show up there and they just they just annoy him to no end. And it's, it's at the end of the article when he says, you know, after he's really said some great things about the roadster, and then he says, but I don't care about any of that and here's why. 20 minutes into my test drive, I pulled around a leafy bend, enjoying the birdsong, and spotted those damned cyclists. Knowing they wouldn't hear me coming, I stepped on the gas, waited until the split second before I overtook them, then gave an almighty blast on the horn at the exact same time I passed them at speed. The look of sheer terror as they tottered into the hedge was the best thing I've ever seen in my rearview mirror. I think this could be the car for me. Now, the problem is, and the reason why I've got you on, obviously, I mean... Now, you told me, by the way, that, that you and your husband are cyclists, right? Yeah, I mean, we're members of the San Francisco Bicycle Coalition. And in fact, I've participated in many critical masses, which, as you know, are these awesome, awesome, wonderful events in San Francisco on uh, Fridays once a month. And they are a time for bicyclists to pull the critical mass on the cars. So you completely take over the streets. Cars have to wait for this hordes of cyclists to pass by. It's so much fun. So, so, so as a cyclist, and, and certainly somebody who's participated in critical mass, I mean, what just just as a person, forget the Tesla part. What's your reaction? What was your reaction when you saw the article? Because I have a feeling you got a few emails about this. Oh yeah, I've actually gotten more than twenty emails at this point about it from cyclists throughout the UK. Um, and and like you said, the the Twitter sphere, the blogosphere, Facebook is just on fire with this issue. And 
people are actually calling for James Martin to issue some type of a, an apology. Um, you know, my first response is that, you know, before I had this job at Tesla, I was a journalist for 15 years. I mean, you have to really appreciate that Tesla has no direct control over James, over the Daily Mail, over any of the critics that write about Tesla. We give them our cars so that precisely so that they can write an independent review that's not that that's not just me talking about the car. I mean, he's not paid by Tesla. We don't endorse him. And in fact, in in the vast majority of cases where there is a review, especially one that is very positive on the Roadster like this review, we would publish it on our site, link to it so that people can read it. We might use it in our marketing material saying here's this third-party review, but in this case, we're not even using it. Mm. Um, you know, because it is really odd. I, I have to sadly admit that this is not the first time I've seen um, a, a journalist in the UK, for some reason, um, bringing up this issue of like wheatgrass-eating hippies riding bikes. I'm not really sure what's going on, but, uh, but I've seen it before. But this is definitely the most extreme right. version of it. So, so uh, I'm curious, had you, had you seen the, the article before... Uh, no, no, abso- no, absolutely not. I mean, the way the way it works in in criticism in in the media is that I, as the PR person for Tesla, give the car to independent, credible journalists in the field who know a lot about cars, who've also reviewed other cars. James has reviewed. Oops, sorry, James has reviewed a lot of high performance cars, daily drivers, all that kind of stuff, and he's definitely a credible critic. Uh, so he gets the car, he drives it for several hours or several days, and and he writes an independent review, what he thought as someone who gets behind the wheel of a lot of supercars, and and then it's his candid opinion. It's his assessment. I don't get to see it. I have no editorial control over sure. it at all. Sure. Um, so with with that in mind, and, and you know, to me, that sort of goes without saying, and one of the things that we said on a show that we did earlier tonight, the Spokesman podcast, um, was, was we all said, I mean, we roundly criticized uh, Martin for what he had to say. But at the same time, we're also cautious to say that, at least in our opinion, Tesla's name is being sort of unfairly dragged into this. You guys, and as you rightfully said, you have nothing to do with the review. You didn't see it in advance. And yet, unfortunately, because the, the, this, all this anti-cyclist stuff was wrapped around the review... Unfortunately, Tesla is getting a little bit of a bum rap here, aren't they? Well, and that that would be really unfortunate. And that's one of the things that I really wanted to emphasize. I mean, this car is literally twice as energy efficient as a Toyota Prius, one of the greenest cars on the planet. And and it's six times as energy efficient as any other sports car. We actually have a lot of people who buy this car purely for the low-carbon footprint that that it that it has in the environment. We have a lot of dedicated environmentalists. I mean, we have customers whose only car is the Tesla Roadster and otherwise they ride their bicycles. I mean, our 100th customer is a guy named Sam Perry. He's a, a prominent entrepreneur and consultant in Silicon Valley. His other car is a bicycle. I mean, literally he brought he rode his bicycle to the store. He has a, one of those fold-up bicycles. He ro- rode it to the store. 
picked up his car, put his bicycle in the front seat and rode away. Um, and so, you know, it, it is it is really unfair because this is a company that is the the greenest car uh, for sale today. And and so we actually do have a, probably a disproportionate number of of um, customers who are avid cyclists, backpackers, outdoor enthusiasts, you know, people who are are interested in green causes. So what would you say then uh, to my listeners and, and to the cyclists out there who are, if you just speak directly to them, who've read this article, who are just incensed about what James Martin has to say, uh, you know, as sort of the, the, the spokesperson for Tesla, what would, what would you want the message to them uh, be from you? Well, you know, it'd be really interesting for you to have James Martin on the show. I'd um, love to, be- yeah. Yeah, you should. I sent him an email. I mean, I've already I've already sent him an email saying, you know, just so you know, there's this there's this enormous campaign in social media world for you to 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 apologize. You know, obviously, in this case, it's it's up to him. I as a you know, the PR person for Tesla, I'm not able to, you know, wring any copy out of him or the Daily Mail. Um, But I, I would really put that question to him. I mean, I'm not really sure if he just meant this as some sort of casual, flippant, funny, ha-ha type of thing, or if it was serious, you know? I mean, it, it, is, it is an odd comment. It was, like I said, the, the most severe of, of the sort of, you know, comments I've seen from the, the petrol heads. Um, <laughs> but, but we do get this out of, out of Britain every once in a while, um, yeah. it, you know? And th- th- it's interesting because it's often, it's a great review of the car, and then they, they put in some type of, uh, you know, offhanded comment that just smacks down cyclists. I, I don't really understand it. Yeah, and in this case, very unfortunate. Because you're right, it's a great review of the car, no doubt about that. Well, Rachel, I want to I want to thank you for taking the time to come on and and give everybody, in your words, Tesla's side of the story. Um, and by the way, you know, you talk about credible credible media folks uh, who might want to review the car. I'm happy to review it at any time. Seriously, that would be great. I would totally get you in the car. Oh, yeah, you should it. come out. I would, yeah, know, next I... time you're, yeah, if you're in Silicon Valley or L.A. or New York, Chicago, Seattle, London, we have stores all over. Well, I travel a lot. I know you don't have one in Salt Lake City, but I'm going to take you up on that. Rachel Conrad from Tesla, thank you so much for coming on the show. Have a great yeah, day thank you. in Germany, and uh, I'm sure we'll talk again. Thanks. Call great. anytime. Thanks a lot. Okay. Bye. So there you go, straight from Tesla, their response to the James Martin article. I'm curious to hear what you have to say. Be happy to share your comments with uh, Rachel and also share them with your fellow listeners. Of course, you can send those to me in an email, thefredcast at gmail.com, or you can call our Fredcast listener hotline at 435-258-6373. Once again, 435-258-6373. As I mentioned earlier, I am preparing our pre-interbike show. I'll have that out for you in a day or so. In the meantime, enjoy this music. But most of all, enjoy the ride.